Good morning. It's Wednesday, January 23rd, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Obama leaves GOP stark choices. Netanyahu gets lukewarm vote for a third term, and Algerian attack puts focus on worker society. In today's national headlines, Governor of Nebraska backs route for pipeline. Medicaid fees could rise under a proposed policy, and the NIH aims to retire most study chimps. In today's financial headlines, Estimate had a high failure rate for hip device. Microsoft may help finance Dell's buyout effort, and despite strong earnings, Google is still stymied by mobile. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Leaves GOP Stark Choices, reported by Jonathan Weissman. President Obama's aggressive inaugural address on Monday presented congressional Republicans with a choice over the next two years, accommodate the president's agenda on immigration, guns, energy, and social programs, and hope to take the liberal edge off issues dictated by the White House, or retrench as the last bulwark against a re-elected Democratic president and accept the political risks of that hardline stance. As Obama's second term begins, Republican leaders appear ready to exceed at least in the short term on matters like increasing the debt limit. Their decision shows that even among some staunch conservatives, Obama's inauguration could be ushering in a more pragmatic tone. From the stimulus to the health care law to showdowns over taxes and spending, Republicans have often found that their uncompromising stands simply left them on the sidelines, even in the budget impasses that forced spending cuts sought by conservatives. The Republicans' ultimate goals, changes to entitlement programs and the tax code, have been out of reach. Now, some in the party say, it is time to take a different tack. We're too outnumbered to govern to set policy, said Representative John Fleming, a Republican from Louisiana, who's taken confrontational postures in the past. But, he said, we can shape policy as the loyal opposition. The new approach has already produced results. In proposing to hold off a debt limit showdown for three months in return for the Senate producing a budget, House Republicans essentially maneuvered Senate Democrats into agreeing to draw up a spending plan, something they have avoided for three years. Republican concessions, however, may only set up larger confrontations in the coming months over spending, taxes, and immigration. For instance, the three-month delay on the government's statutory borrowing limit, set for a vote on Wednesday, is likely to produce a fight this spring over changes to Medicare, even for those nearing retirement. And the House Republican demand that the Senate produce a budget by mid-April could set in motion a Senate effort to overhaul the tax code to raise more revenue, contrary to Republican vows to stand against any more tax increases. Obama's inaugural speech set Republicans on edge. Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin said Obama has used straw man arguments in taking an implicit swipe at Ryan when he said that the programs like Medicare and Social Security do not make us a nation of takers, they free us to take risks that make this country great. Ryan said that his own past references to takers did not refer to programs that people had paid into over their lives and that the president was distorting the Republican stance. When the president does kind of a switcheroo like that, 
What he's trying to say is that we're maligning these programs that people have earned throughout their working lives, he said on the Laura Ingram talk radio show.